Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization, on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now, here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. <coughs> Our topic for today, as above... So below. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. The Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the uh, inspiration of the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Everything in the three worlds is a reflection of that which is found in the heavenly realms, and much may be gained through a comprehension of the great aphorism, as above, so below. Uh, before we get started, I think this uh, uh, quote from Alice Bailey is a little cryptic in the sense that uh, uh, I quoted and I said, everything in the three worlds, what does that refer to? I think uh, by the three worlds, she's referring to the uh, emotional, mental, and etheric physical bodies which uh, make up the um, personality of a human being. We have a mind, we have emotions, and we have a physical body with its etheric or energetic mm -hmm. counterpart. And each of those is, in a sense, a world in itself. And if we are completely polarized in our mind, we live in the mental world. If we're driven by desire, we inhabit the emotional world. If we're purely physical beings, then we live totally on terra firma, the physical level. But ideally, we should be able to incorporate them all and uh, dwell with dignity and intelligence in all three planes or worlds. Yes, it's interesting that uh, this the same pattern of three... Uh, continues on up through the uh, into the realm of the soul and even beyond the realm of the soul. There is a threefold pattern. So uh, everything in this physical world is a it's kind of a step down reflection of 
what has already occurred in the higher planes of consciousness, and but not not exactly in the in the exact detail, but uh, in the in the overall patterns. I think you can uh, see that, and that, that's an interesting way of um, of understanding the spiritual nature, because if we study ourselves and analyze ourselves then we have some basis for understanding that which is higher, that which is more in the realm of the soul. I think it's hard to imagine how that could be, and yet it's uh, spiritually true that the human being does contain and in his best um, examples um, mirror the divine pattern. This was something that the ancient Greek Delphic Oracle Understood, because he said, "Man, know thyself, and thou shalt know the universe. Know thyself, and thou shalt know the universe." That implies that the the divine pattern and meaning are contained within the human being, which is mm. quite fascinating and quite mystifying. To I'm, I may be way off here, but in uh, current terms, would it have anything to do with each individual being a hologram of the entire universe? Is that too far fetched? Mm. Uh, that's an analogy that's been voiced around uh, sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, we call us ourselves an, a hologram but uh, I don't know could be I'm mm-hmm. not sure of that but uh, I just know from the ageless wisdom teachings that these these same patterns do occur from from the larger universe all the way down to the smaller human being and even beyond even in the um, at the atomic level you see these same patterns emerging so it's a re- repetitive pattern that's stepped down further and further and further lower and lower and lower um, and lower vibration mm-hmm. there's another mm-hmm. term for it uh, sometimes it's referred to as the macrocosm and the microcosm and mm-hmm. some of our listeners might be familiar with that uh, terminology, which is also very ancient. It comes from an ancient manuscript called the Emerald Tablet, and um, it's part of the Hermetic tradition. The macrocosm is contained in the microcosm, and the microcosm is uh, found within the macrocosm, as above, so below. There is a difference in vibration, though, and a difference in uh, capacity to express, and the whole spiritual path is about bringing the outer being, whom we know as a body with a a body, uh, an emotional life, a mind, bringing this, this individual being into complete alignment with his innermost, highest self, the soul. And the whole spiritual path is uh, about bringing that unification into the into expression so that we become who we truly are. And we find this implied in the very term yoga, which is an ancient science from India. Yoga means union. And the union of the higher and lower self, of the inner and outer being, the macrocosm and the microcosm, is the essence of the spiritual path. Right, and I was just thinking as you were <coughs> talking that this 
same as above, so below is also um, kind of uh, repeated in the Bible and be- where it says man is made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> we, we tend to turn that around, at least because we are so form-oriented in our personality lives here that we, we tend to think that God is made in our image. So we make God into a human being, and that's about the only way that we can understand God. Is that the man with a white beard on a cloud? Yeah. (laughs) Michelangelo and the shaves either. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So we turn the whole aphorism around, uh, which it still works because as as below, so above also is um, is the same, I believe but not in exact detail. But uh, on this making of man in the image of God, we haven't yet gotten below the, the, the skin, let's say, of man to see what man is really like. Because once you get down to the, to the uh, <clears throat> picture of man as energies and forces, then you begin to understand the nature of God in those terms. And that gets one really closer to the exact image of God in terms of energies and forces. Well, you were talking <coughs> about the three. The three, and we find that uh, plays its part in the makeup of a human being. Um, there are the, th- the three components of, uh, in, of <coughs> what? The three components of life. In terms of a human being, I'm speaking of the monad, the soul, and the personality. Or pure life, uh, consciousness, and appearance. And that threefold being is what every human being is in, in fact, but usually not in awareness. Most of us are aware of ourselves as a living, breathing body. Certainly, we're driven by the needs of our body. It's need for food, for sleep, for fresh air, and so on. Many of us are driven by the needs of the desire body. We want and we see this personified in the two-year-old who's very much in tune with his desire body. Uh, some of us are aware of our mind, our mental body, and we realize that we have thoughts and can create mentally. The spiritually awakening are aware of themselves as the soul, or they sense at least that there is this higher level, which is part of who they are, and which is probably the most real and authentic mm-hmm. Yes, this uh, threefold nature can be uh, drawn in, a, in kind of a, in a graft kind of thing in the form of triangles uh, <clears throat> because you have the threefold nature of the physical, the astral, and the mental nature. That's a, one triangle in the, of the personality life. Then above that, you could depict the same pattern of three in the form of the realm of the soul, the same three energies uh, that uh, work out through a human being are also manifested through the soul in the threefold nature of the soul. And then beyond the soul is the monad, is also threefold energies of light, of love, wisdom, and <coughs> active intelligence. Those three basic energies form the monadic triangle. And so you have a whole series of triangles, three triangles, all linked together by 
being. So it's it's um, an interesting way of seeing this whole thing as above, so below. One might be thinking, well, how do I discover this threefold uh, being that I supposedly really am? And that's the major purpose of meditation, practiced over many, many years, if not lifetimes, and with increasing skill, the meditator moves into increasing realization of who he really is. And part of what he wakes up to is that he is part of a vast universe. Going back to what the Delphic Oracle said, man know thyself and thou shalt know the universe, that's fascinating to ponder on because what the meditator, the spiritual seeker awakens to is not his ineffable uniqueness and his preciousness as an individual so much as his oneness with the universe. He realizes that he is not an atom in the structure of the universe, an integral part, but not at all separated. He's an atom, let's say, a, uni- a unit of consciousness in the mind. There's that relationship there, too. It's another way of expressing the same thing. The last program that we um, did uh, was on holding the vision in a time of transition. And to me, this theme of as above, so below has to do with holding the vision of who we really are in our highest state of being, holding on to and increasingly grasping a sense of that being, and from that, taking the steps we need to bring our outer expression, so to speak, into alignment with that image or that idea of our highest self. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, as above, so below. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company. And the Alice Valley book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. Again, it's The Soul, The Quality of Life. And it's a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Valley. The Soul, the Higher Self, or Individuality, is the guiding force within every human being. Through the law of rebirth or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation, life after life, for purposes of service to the plan. This book, The Soul, The Quality of Life by Alice Bally, it's available for $16 today, and you'll get free shipping and handling when you mention Inner Sight. Just a little notation that you heard about it on Inner Sight. So what you need to do uh, very soon, today, tomorrow, but, but soon, send a check for money for $16 to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, check or money order, $16. And remember the title of the book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. Send the $16 check or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Zero five, and remember to um, say that you heard about it on Inner Sight. Just a little, little notation is fine. Donations, well, they're very important. Um, that's what helps keep us on the air, and 
Uh, it's quite a challenge every week to pay for these shows. Our dream, I guess, is to find an underwriter whose name or company name we would mention every week uh, as an expression of gratitude to that company or person. But we would love to have an underwriter underwrite the show that would make it a lot easier on us. And I know many people out there enjoy it. We have quite a large audience. So if you'd like to send donations, uh, either large or small, they all contribute to helping us. Send the donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And by the way, they are tax deductible. And once again, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005 to send donations. All of our inside programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. <clears throat> if you'd like to get in touch with us for any reason, um, a lot of people call because they'd like a general package of information, and I can obviate a lot of calls if I uh, just Google that Lucis Trust is not a religion. It's a uh, spiritual philosophy uh I can't even say organization because it's basically people who read the esoteric literature uh, written by Alice Bailey, the 24 books that we talked about in the beginning. But if you would like to call for a general package of information to find out more about Lucis Trust, it's 1-866-695-8247. Once again, 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. I'm kind of confused, Sarah and Dale, because I remember the uh, the thought that we started out with, um, and I'll repeat it once more, and it is brief. Everything in the three worlds is a reflection of that which is found in the heavenly realms, and much may be gained through a comprehension of the great aphorism, as above, so below. But what confuses me is that how can everything... Uh, be a reflection of the esoteric uh, world of the heavenly realm. When you, can, when you take something like war that's here on a, a mm -hmm. physical level, I, I think of the esoteric realm as um, more advanced than we are. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how would you explain something like that? Well, I think um, the parallel that uh, is found between war as human beings wage it and uh, conflict on the inner higher levels is that the conflict is resolved more benignly and that it has to do with the reaction of forces and energies that are on different um, uh, what vibratory levels. We're told that this coming in this new age that we hear so much about is bringing in a new pattern of energy that is in conflict with the old age that is rapidly uh, phasing out and that was governed by a different pattern of energy. To be specific, the Ageless Wisdom talks about the seven rays, and the old age was governed by the sixth ray of idealism and devotion, and the incoming new age will be governed by the energy of the seventh ray, which is uh, the energy of order and organization, and these are both 
divine energies, but they work in different uh, uh, through different channels and for different purposes. And particularly in terms of human beings' reactions to them, there is uh, conflict. So we can say that on the higher levels of our planetary life, where the great ones reside, they are aware of conflict and they are aware of shifting energies, but they don't create war over it. Human beings are more self-centered and more limited in their vision, and so we go to war over that which is uh, in conflict with what we think are our purposes. Yes, and, and the it's related to purposes, I think, because we have our purposes here, our own selfish purposes in this physical world, personality, our agendas that we all try to hang on to and uh, and cherish so much that we don't want to change. And but there are forces out there that are also impressing the need to change and to bring in a new life and new new forms that will express the purposes of God more accurately. And so that's where a lot of the conflict is coming in today because, as you say, this new energy, the seventh ray of organization and order, is imposing or is impressing, I should say. They don't impose upon humanity, but they do impress upon the minds of human beings to uh, make the needed changes in uh, the institutions, in the forms of governments that we have, and in just the whole attitude and approach to life today. So that's where a lot of the conflict comes in with those forces that are want change and are affecting change, and those and that are holding on to the old ways. And what is really interesting is to contemplate on the how this demand for change is affecting the the higher levels of life, like the hierarchy, the initiates, the the great ones. They are having to adjust too. We're told to make massive adjustments. And uh, the writings of the Ageless Wisdom, the books of Alice Bailey, say that the whole spiritual hierarchy is engaged in a uh, tremendous. Uh, um, a shifting pattern of alignment and responsibility. The hierarchy is preparing to externalize itself on earth, in other words, to come into more visible manifestation in human activities. The Christ is preparing for his return. Everything on the planet, on all levels, is engaged in a massive shift to meet this new demand. And so we think we have no idea how vast it is. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It means it's change. No, the, the, hierarchy, the hierarchy sees it that way as, as change, as necessary change, because this is what is called for in the plan of God. And uh, they are being impressed by the forces of, of God in, in the realm where God exists and by you know, it's a place called Shambhala. It's not really a place, it's a state of life, really. But the hierarchy is also being pressed from above, and they are responsible for carrying out the requirements of the plan of God in the world through humanity. So they have to look above and impress below, so they, they are getting it from from both directions, in other words. And uh, what is in at stake here 
there's a whole new kingdom in nature that's in in the process of manifesting and that's why it's also causing so much of the conflict because the new values and new qualities of the soul are approaching closer to the earth to humanity and that is impressing upon human minds as well so it, there's, a, there's a great uh, process of transformation in that foot here but it's uh, it brings conflict here but it, it brings change and uh, resurrection at the higher level a word should be uh, said about avatars. We've talked about the role of the avatar before. That's a a great being. Uh, it's a Sanskrit word meaning a great being who comes down from far above bringing uh, some needed divine quality to humanity. And that again to me helps us understand as above so below the role of the avatars such as Buddha, the Christ, is to bring, to be, we could say, to be the embodiment of a divine quality, to embody it so that we human beings can then gradually incorporate it into our own nature. And show us that pure divine expression is possible within human life. Something is anchored. Right, and <clears throat> what is... What is there in the divine layer of of the life and consciousness already exists. So that is the above section, but and it already exists here in humanity. We just don't know it yet. We haven't uh, come to realization yet that it is working, although we just don't see it, and that's part of the process of unfolding of consciousness and awakening of the mind nature. So uh, that that whole realization comes to uh, the fore and humanity can begin to cooperate rather than uh, <coughs> fight against this uh, new, new energies. I think it's important that people realize this is not a new idea. This uh, idea that... Um, the divine and the human are in fact one is uh, in Hinduism that God's dwelling place is the heart of man the inner immortal self and the great cosmic power are one and the same Brahman which is pure divinity is Atman Hinduism says Atman meaning the human soul Brahman is the Atman and the Atman is the Brahman the one supreme power through which all things have been brought into being is one with the inmost self in each human being's heart. That's from a great Hindu teacher called Radhakrishnan. I think in, in increasingly in the future, psychology will understand this potential and stop dwelling so much with the illnesses of the human being and begin to see the potential in the human being that's awakening development and I think that's very hopeful to think about please take advantage of the special offer from Luce's Publishing Company and that's the Alice Bally book The Soul The Quality of Life The Soul The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books 
of Alice Belly, and you'll be able to explore today's topic a lot more if you read this book. More about the soul, the quality of life? Well, the soul, the higher self, or individuality is the guiding force within every human being. Through the law of rebirth or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation, life after life, purposes of service to the plan. Today's offer, well, this book is available today for $16. So what you need to do is send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. any of the 40 Austin area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Morning, Sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?